Welcome to tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I'm your host, and number one, Mr. Quick. Someone will be joined by our panel. Tonight's topic is Would You Walk in My Shoes? I ran across a clip from an old show that aired from 1974 to 1983. The kind of this, the content of this show had an episode called. The Wisdom of Solomon. This particular show had content that's very relative to today's time. The first half of this clip was the classroom teacher of what seeming to be early grade school is asking the students to write an essay about things they dislike most. This kid Solomon, being played by a black American boy, says that he dislikes being a nigger the most. Then, in a later scene, Solomon explained himself to, I'm guessing, his friend's father. The exchange clearly caused some commotion. Not only did Solomon provide the necessary truth, noting that if he were white, his father would still be alive. He later supported his statement with the following exchange. This is Solomon and his friend's father. Solomon says, tell me something, sir. Would you like to live to be 100? The guy responds, I'm sure I would. It's not very likely. I guess all of us would like to live to a ripe old age. Solomon then asks, would you rather be black and live to be 100 or white and live to be 50? No one wants to answer that question not even his on-screen counterpart who just walked out. I guess my question to everyone is, number one, what do you dislike the most? Number two, although my shoes are comfortable for me, would you want to walk in them? Without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. So what do you think about this exchange between um, Solomon and this, this this other guy? Who just so happened to be white by that hat? You asked me what do I think about the exchange, and then what was the next question? Who just so, the guy he was speaking to just so happened to be white? Oh, I think it's, it, uh-oh, excuse me. I think the exchange's exchange was very relevant. Um, I think it was very relevant then and very relevant now. Um, I think it's it's amazing when one when you talk to children, um, what their perspective is on life as a whole, um, but more so on the reality of the racial bias that we suffer from. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, in the show, Solomon is a kid. Now I know this is scripted and everything, but even still, um, just from his eyes, at, at such a young age, he already understands that. You know, if my daddy were a white man, he would still been alive. Or, you know, my lifespan is is basically cut in half because. Uh, 
I'm a threat to white men. And because I'm a threat, um, they they won't let me live long. So I think it's very relevant. And I think it's 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 kind of one of those aha moments. Um, because we don't think that, that our children are watching. We don't think that our children comprehend um, on the same levels that we do. I agree. And, you know, some would try to argue that our life is cut short because of our diet or our lifestyle. And and some, I would say possibly, but more than likely, that has nothing to do with it. It's because of your, me, our, our counterpart, discomfort or jealousy or what have you, or ignorance, the lack of knowledge. So I, I, I like that exchange, and I just like the, the raw and the realness of it. But the guy walked out when he asked the question. So it's it's funny at such a young age, the Solomon understands, quote unquote, white entitlement. Would you agree with that? Yes. So how do we? I don't want to necessarily say coexist, but how do we, um, I guess that's the question. I mean, granted, first we've got to recognize that it is something before we fix it. I don't think there's anything, you know, that can be done to fix it. Um, from my perspective and, you know, and just my opinion, I think it is what it is. I think it it is um, it has existed, you know it, you know racial bias um, was in existence. I think it's um, even though we've come a long way in some areas, um, in other areas. <laughs> We're not as far as we thought we were, or as we think we, or as we actually should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say that to say, you know, back then they would put on sheets and and white hoods. Um, and today they still do. Um, but now what they've done is they they put. Guns in our hands. They put liquor stores on every corner in our community. They put, you know, convenience stores in in every corner of our community. Um, they put fast food restaurants. They, you know, it's they they don't wear hats and sheets anymore. Some of them wear blue, you know. Um, so, and shit, truth be told, some of them wear suits and ties. Um, they. And when I say they, I talk about the um, white supremacists or the people who um, 
Nazis. Yeah, and people who are just plain racist against black people um, for that reason, just because we're black. Um, so when I say they, don't, mis- don't mistake me for saying that every white person is that way because I understand that they're not. Um, but anyhow, it, it used to come in one look, um, and it doesn't anymore. Right, you used to know what to look out for. But like you said, they've camouflaged, they've blended in. And I do want to stress that we're not saying that every white person is who we're talking about. No, we're not. I'm specifically calling those that are. That's what I'm talking about. And it's not just the people who are racist towards black Americans. It's people who are racist towards any group. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. But right now, this show, we're going to put the focus on black Americans. Now, you, you oftentimes you, we're going to specify Black American. Society wants to say you're African American. No, 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 no. Because when you talk about the white Americans, you're not saying, you know, Irish American or Italian American or what have you. You just say you're an American. So, I'm going to say that I'm an American. But for the sake of this conversation, so there, you know there's a difference, we're going to say black American. When you say African American, when you hear the term African American, what do you think? Exactly what it says. Someone is African American. Like someone from Africa and came to America? Yeah, or that's what they I'm sorry, I'm just trying to get some specifics so I can, I'll understand what, what, what you hear. When you hear African American. That's what I hear. Someone from Africa who is now American. So for Or of African descent. Of African descent. Okay, if so if someone is technically everybody here who's not Native American is of some other descent. Can we agree on that? I can't hear what you said. Other than the Native Americans, everyone that in this country is of some other descent. Yes. Okay. 
So in my mind, when you say that when you got to specify African-American, you're telling me that I'm essentially a subclass American. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I went to Africa one time, and I'm here, and I'm like, man, I'm in Africa. You know, it's, it's this, it's that. Well, granted, it's nothing like you see on television. And, well, actually, I was there twice. And I'm here, like, hey, what up, bro? You know, was like, you're not my brother. <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, African-American. He's like, no, you're American. So I asked one of my coworkers, I said, Jim, I'm African-American, right? He was like, yeah. And so he explained to me, because I'm young, like a, like a, a hiding team. And he, once he, the way he explained it is the same way. I see it. African-American is, is America's way of saying that you're subclass. So the way to do what? To, tell, to pretty much categorize you as subclass American. So essentially, it's safe to assume that Africa don't want us. America don't want us. You see what I mean? Like, so... And that's just based on, on, on the wording and the, the designation that they try to put on us. I agree. So I believe that our first, the first thing before we can combat anything is first realize who we are. And me personally, and this is my personal belief. Don't don't call me anything other than American. Period. Don't label me. Because once you label me, then one label begots another label, and another label begots another label, and it's all to categorize you differently than what you are. Because, I mean, essentially, why does it matter, right? Well, I understand what you're saying, and and you know, but the, but the fact of the matter is, is that most people don't can you hear me? Yes, fine, I can. Okay, um, I understand what you're saying, um, but the fact of the matter is, is that most people don't look at it that way, um. You know, some people, and don't get me wrong, um, some people just may not think it's a big deal. It's not a big enough. Issue. Um, for them to want to fight or want to fix when it comes to checking a block or checking a box, um, saying what you are. But I, I, I hear you, but first off, why is there a box? Why do we need to have a box? 
I think that's the bigger issue. I don't think the I don't I mean the issue for me isn't the fact that you're asking me if I am black or African American because some choices will say are you black or African American. Um, some choices will only have African American. The issue for me isn't the fact of you know you like the the choices that you're giving. The issue is, is why doesn't even why is this considered? Why is this still a factor in whatever it is I'm applying for? Whether I'm applying for a job, a mortgage, a car loan, a um, a you know public assistance, shoot, you know health insurance, life insurance. Like, why does it matter what color? I am or what background I am or what what my nationality is, why does it matter? When the fact of the matter is this, if I provided a Social Security number and I'm a taxpayer and I make enough money to afford whatever it is I'm applying for, why does it matter? Especially when we do census anyway. So, you know, if if you're just trying to keep track of you know, census-type information, then wait till the census come out and they're, they're being sent around. Um, as a matter of fact, they've been sent around this year. But anyhow, um, so for me, it's not necessarily the blocks that they give you. It's why are they even there in the first place? And I think part of the answer to that question is they're there in the first place because... Um, of the affirmative action program or the affirmative action law where there has to be um, so many, like they, there's a quota to meet of um, when, you, when you're hiring what the world would consider to be minority people, minority folk. Um, and, and two is, is because it, it's kind of sort of giving a look-see or a window into the fact that the world still view us as um, unequal or as um, inferior. <laughs> okay. But if everything's supposed to be fair, if everything all of it, you know, then to your point about the box, why do we need it? You know what I mean? If, if every who said everything was fair though? If it's not. Oh well, I know it's not, but I mean, ideally, it was by design, especially by. By God, it says every man was created equal, right? Yeah, but unfortunately, idealism and reality are antonyms. So the idea that the laws 
and the Constitution and all that stuff. So the idea that this was supposed to bring balance to make us equal in some sort, the idea of that um, is one thing, but the reality of it is it's the way that the laws that they're written, it doesn't. Yeah, for sure. Just like when we spoke about, you know, when we spoke about slavery, um, was it on one of these calls? When, or or we watched something. It was a show, right? We watched um, that spoke about slavery and how it's not acceptable unless. Yes. Uh, you know. 13. The 13th Amendment. Say it again. Right, that was a show that we watched when it spoke about the details of the 13th Amendment and how it was written. Um, and so, again, the idea that the, you know, it was written to, as some would say, to provide some sort of equality, the fact of the matter is, is that when you read it and understand it in its context, um, it doesn't. So idealism and re in reality just don't thrive in the same in the same world. If what is it about me that scares you that, that makes you uh or makes you fear me, or well, we need to tilt the scales in our favor. And you said if we're inferior, that's just based on what you said, you know. Then why do you need to word things or to screw things up in your favor? Because if you're superior, you just let it play the way that it is because you already got it. We say that the inferior need help. Excuse me. So they hide it in the wording. We got to make sure that, you know, this is favor for this or against that. Right. Um, It says the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution abolished slavery and involuntary servitude except as punishment for crime. Uh In Congress, it was passed by the Senate on April 8th in 1864 and by the House on January 31st in 1865. Uh So that very word. See, the the first several words, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude. servitude. That's idea. That's idealism. But the reality is they put the word except as punishment for a crime 
whereof the party shall have been duly convicted shall exist within the United States, which which means once you commit a crime, once you break the law, and slavery becomes acceptable. As, As a punishment. As a punishment. So... If you're going to abolish slavery, then do just that. No way we Don't write an exception to it. Because what you're doing is you're creating an illusion that makes us believe we're free. But you're giving an opportunity to put us right back where we're fighting, you know, throwing us right back to where we're fighting from. Uh-huh. So, again, this is partly idealism, but then it turns to reality. Saying that you're free sounds good, but get caught with cocaine. Get caught with, you know, heroin or, you know, get caught with a gun. Um and go to court, of course, and, and get convicted, um, then you become a slave, period. And there's no end to that. It does not say, it does not double back and say, and once you have paid your debt to society, you are then restored as a, as a free man. It doesn't come back to say that. Mm. So it's once you have been convicted It's a wrap You are a slave Point so now, you're a slave now you're a slave to the box You're a slave uh, To You know not Without rights You don't have to have your rights restored Now you're a slave to The, the box that say you're A convicted felon so yeah, it, it yeah. is an ongoing punishment. Yeah, and so again, it's you know we we talk about fairness and you know equality. Who who no one ever said that we have become equal or we are going to be treated fairly. They create the illusion that it is. And, you know, they make you believe that it is until, until, until you mess up. And you get, you know, if you live by our laws, and it's the same thing, you live by our laws, you live by, you don't break the rules, then there's no issues. For the slaves that did what they were supposed to do, for the ones that got up and went to work and picked the cotton and, and took care of, you know, master kids and, you know, cooked master's dinner and everything. For the ones who stayed in line, they didn't have any issues. But for the ones who became defiant, they they had issues. For the, for the men who were, you know, too big and intimidating, what did they do? What happened to them? They uh, 
sodomize them in front of the women in front of their wives. Mm-hmm. In front of the in front of the the the, the, the mass family, in front of the slaves family and the, and his children, you know they violated him simply because he he looked threatening or he you know to to basically break him down and let him know who's in charge, you know so. They create the illusion, but that's not, I mean, that's not reality. And we, we, we live it now. We've lived it time and time over again. It's, it's, just not, it's just not what it is. And I think that when you become cognizant of it, um, then you're able to understand, you know, your parameters or your boundaries a little bit more. And so you're able to beat them at their own game because once you understand that, I think it makes us more powerful and stronger in a sense Um, because the intent is for us not to understand that. You know, the intent is for us to look over certain things um, and just be so happy that we're free, to be so happy that we've come a long way. But the fact of the matter is it's, it's not far enough. And um, the only thing they've done with slavery is that they've evolved it in such a way um, to try and make us not recognize it anymore. I agree. Uh, also, believe that it's in addition to everything you said. I I, I do agree, but I want to I want to add add to it. When you you made mention of um, the the Constitution and the and the Thirteenth Amendment. And uh, the abolishment of of slavery, and then, like you said, you turn around and encounter know everything you just said with except, but the way that they go about treating you. Like to suck, I ain't gonna say sucker you in, but essentially uh, bury everything so that you'll plead out. You know what I mean? They put the, use the fear tactic, just like everything else, and you have the unjust punishments, meaning that the punishments not meet the crime. And we're talking once again long term. And then you have the new the new age slavers, uh, the correction officers who are beating you, who are mistreating you, who are sodomizing you, just like they did back in the original slavery days. And mm-hmm. you have conversations with 
And people say, you know, that's 400 years. Get over it. And it's like, it's not 400 years. That's modern day. It just doesn't look the same. Right. And then it's into that. No one tell the Jews to get over the Holocaust. I would rather you burn me and let me die right now and be over and done with than to enslave me because physically I may be free, but mentally I'm still enslaved. So if you burn me, you kill all that. You kill my mental, you kill my physical, you kill everything. You see where I'm going with this? I do. So you can't tell people to get over it. You can't. Because if it wasn't as bad, anytime you see Nazis or KKK, you would not turn your fa- turn your face or turn up cheek and say, hey, you shouldn't show that on television. That make us look bad. Or it's not an accurate account of what happened. It's not all, you know what I mean? You want to disassociate yourself. But the fact of the matter is, when you when the KKK, the clan came at you, they came at you based off one thing: what what I look like, the hue of my skin. So why can't it be safe to say that? Because once again, I don't. They, you got on mask. I don't know who you are. I just know that you was you was white. And speaking of masks, nowadays, since this whole COVID, that's one that doesn't discriminate, by the way, this whole COVID-19 thing. It, it shows you the reality that everybody is equal. Because if you get it, it can take you out or it can ill you just like it can a, a white person or so on and so forth. It was a California, it was a guy walking around the the store, I believe it was California, with the the hood on, a clan hood on, clansman hood on. And they stepped down and said, Hey, no, you can't come here like that. Because they made him or they put it in place where it's mandatory in order for you to come into the store to have a mask on. So he thought it would be maybe he thought it was comical to put on a clan hood. I have a problem with that. I will have a problem with that. Because that hood can incite terror. So if if you walk in this store with this hood on and invoke some type of violent reaction to it, Am I am I still going to be punished for this? Should I still be punished for this? Because I reacted out of fear. We see y'all history. So with all that being said, I was still, my point was about the mental slavery.
Okay. Can you bring it back around for me? Because I'm sorry, the mental slavery comment escaped my mind because my I was focusing um, on on something else you had said. Of course, of course. When mental slavery goes much further than the chains. The slightest, the, there's, there's the, the slightest idea or, or vision can incite, almost like PTSD. So for this guy to walk around with his hood on, based on the history of this, it's almost like we're still mentally enslaved to someone with a white sheet on their head. Now, personally, this is just me personally, I believe that I have all rights to uh, defend myself, even if I started or react as a reaction to him wearing the hood based on the history of that hood, not knowing he may be waiting on me when I get to my car. That's me personally. Because remember, most of the clan, they, for the most part, attack black men. Right. That's, that's, that's all I'm saying. I agree. So I'm, I'm, I dare to ask how many or who is willing to take a stroll in my shoes? Who is willing to be black and live to be 100? Do you want to live to be 100? I'm going to live to be 100. I'm going to be 100. Plus. So let me do that. Now, anybody who tried to stop that may not, but I'm going to. We're going to say this time to introduce Pastor to the line. Pastor, good evening. Yes, sir. I just want to know, would you walk in my shoes? Well, I got to know the history of your shoes. I got to know where you where your shoes have been. You know, um, I, I need to do some, some study first to find out, <clears throat> to gather some information, because when I first got on here, um, the thing that you were talking about was sounded like at least um, addressing the the person that had the hood on. I think I saw something about that going apparently grocery shopping or whatever he did. And 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 there's there's several ways to look at it. And you know, I respect everybody's 
way. I'm sure there's a lot of people that wanted to go and and grab him, snatch him, and do something to him. But my question is, okay, if I go and do something to him, I do understand what it means, you know. Uh, but if I go and grab him and do something to him, am I fighting history? Am I fighting an old battle? Have I not been delivered from it? What What exactly am I proving? You know, am I proving that I am a man and you can't do that in, in this day and age? Am I... Or will it, is it easier for me just to say, you know what, my ancestors fought this battle, and I'm better because of it. And I'll walk right beside and say, how you doing, sir, and go on and pay for my stuff and go out the door showing him that it don't bother me. Because apparently, I, I would assume he wore it to get a reaction. And uh, so do I give him the reaction that he wants, or do I go on and just let him know, you know what, I may not like it, but. You know what? I'm better because of it. You, you, as long as you don't touch me or dress me in a negative manner, man, you good. You wear what you want to wear. You're just showing who you are, and that's cool. Now I know who you are. Um, you know I can I can deal with you accordingly. So it, it's a lot to to. That's a wide ranging topic, man. You know, talking about. Uh, you know, there's some folk that's not capable of walking in your shoes. <laughs> there's some folk that wouldn't last two days in your shoes. I mean, they just would not do it. They 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 see them from a distance, but see, I just see the shoes. I don't know what's in them. And sometimes when you're walking in somebody's shoes, you better check the underside of them and make sure, because you know the type of dirt that's on on them will tell you where that person has been. And I may not be able to go where you've been. You know, everybody got to walk in their own shoes, man. And I don't think most folk, you know, they may say you had an easy road or, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't trade problems with anybody. I, I, I've said I would, but I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I don't know what that thing is costing you, you know. So that's a big topic you got tonight. That is a huge topic. That is a much bigger than and we can discuss in two hours, that's for sure. Well, I know, you know, and it, like we were saying, and it, and it started back from a, a clip from an old old show where this this young young black kid was saying that what well, he disliked the most was being a nigger. And it was his. It's the and it became an exchange between him and this this this, this white guy, his on screen counterpart, and the little kid held it down. He he uh, he he came with this truth saying that if, that if he was white, his father would still be alive. You know, um, then mm-hmm. he said, "Sir, would you like to live? Would you like to live to be a hundred? The guy said, "Yeah." And then he said, "Well, then would you rather be a hunt, be black, and live to be a hundred, or white and live to be fifty? You know." And the guy couldn't answer the question, so he just walked out. So my question <laughs> is, my 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 question is, you know, I know just based on this here, it seems like at fifty, we have done at, at a white guy's fifty. And at my 25, it's like we've lived the same amount of time. 
You know what I mean? Oh, but, there's no I, doubt about yeah, no doubt about that. There's just as much that I had to do and go through just to make twenty five than you did to be fifty. Right. So as you know, and and you know, seeing the guy walk around with the hood on around the grocery store, you you the reason why we we you know this kid daddy died or you know didn't make it to be whatever. Like so, mm-hmm. it, to me, it just bring it just bring up old ideas. Oh no doubt, it definitely does. But that's what I'm saying. Do we? Um, if we address him and beat him down and they've got, I don't know, I'm just throw a number out and say uh, 50,000 more all the way across the country or whatever, are we going to keep fighting? Do we kill them all? Or are we just going to show them, you know what, dudes, you, you need to go get that thing pressed or whatever because, you know, you don't, you don't run nothing here. You run nothing here. You know, that's the thing is, is, is how are we going to address that? Now, I can understand uh, because we've had to work hard to get here because, like you said, the man's, uh, the little kid's uh, dad lost his life, you know, probably, you know, at the hands of somebody like this idiot. Uh, so I can understand that. But at the end of the day, it don't bring um, dad back, and it don't, it's still not going to give me, you know, this, this is just me now, it, you know. Satisfaction of getting one is good. I want them all. I, I don't want just. I don't want just one. And since I know I can't get them all, is that one gonna really do? Yeah. Is that, is that gonna uh, uh, do? Is that gonna be enough for me? Especially once I get him, even though he's the one that provoked it. Now I'm incarcerated, more than likely, because that's the way the system is. Um, because it's not a sin, I mean, not a crime to wear that thing, I, I would assume, in public. So if I, you know, beat the brakes off of him, okay, now I'm going to, more than likely because of the system, I'm going to jail for a good decade or so. Now I'm missing my kids, possibly grandkids, and all of that, all because I'm fighting history. I'm fighting, you know, an old wound. So in, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, is. Is it worth it? Uh, how do how do we how do we address it? You know, because I agree with you. You know, uh, <laughs> we got to be twice as good. We got to be twice as careful. We got to do, like you said, the twenty five and fifty. Man, you just don't know. But um, I'm gonna push it back a little further for you. Bring it from another angle and show it to you. Jesus only lived to be between 30 and 33 years old, and Jesus was beat down, brutalized, in essence, kind of like the same way. I'm not going to say the Klan got him, but it was a, a group of folk that didn't like him or his kind, <laughs> and, uh, and they took him down. So, you know, um, and that's what I got to kind of, you know, take a look at, like, dang, it, that's crazy, man, and Matter of fact, they had a chance. You know, the 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 ruler at that time gave the people a choice and said, "Who do you want to crucify and who do you want to let go? You know, who do you want to let go?" And they started to hollering Barabbas, this known criminal, this known murderer, this dude 
was the lowest of the low, you know, and they let him go and crucified the man that ain't done nothing to him, you know. And so it's sort of like, wow, wow, you mean to tell me I'm going to die at 33 and this Barabbas dude probably live to be 100. I don't know, you know. Mm. So it's not new. It's not a new battle, but it's still a battle. And my question is, you know, first of all, it's always going to be a battle. I don't care. Um, we were li- living in, this is 2020, we were living in 2090. It's still going to be a battle because ignorance is passed on and you you cannot fix stupid. And so great ancestors are going to continue to wear those hats and do those things. And I can't see my great, great, great grandkids still fighting over a dunce hat. I just can't see. I want them knowing that they're not only equal but superior just because mm. of their wisdom and knowledge. That's what I want them to do. And when they can walk away and they can hurt for um, you know, what they did to the ancestors, but they can say, you know what, ancestors, thank you for giving me wisdom. Thank you for raising me up. Thank you for making me better. And they can go on and uh, be that CEO of that uh, uh, Fortune 500 company <laughs> and go on and do their thing, man. So I don't know. we got to figure out how to fight it. we got to figure out, you know, I, man, I, don't, I wouldn't want to be, this is me. I wouldn't want to be a white man that lives to be, uh, you know, a certain age and, you know, got got the privileges and all this stuff. I'd rather be a black man, you know, and just, you know what, I want to be who God made me. That's that's what I want to be. And, you know, I, I deal with this ignorance, not all the time, but, you know, where I live, you know, they, you know they, they, they'll start passing out their little paraphernalia, they'll, Every now and then I march through a town and everything in my state or whatever, and people go, you know, into the middle of the town and watch them march because they can get a, you know, get a permit to do it. And you watch them march. And the odd thing about it is it's never the people from your town that march. Uh, the ones from my town, they'll go to another town to march, and then they bring somebody else. They still, they're afraid, man, in my opinion. So, well, I, I agree. Know, I, I, I agree. Big, big I agree. I, 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 I said earlier that uh, first off, if you if you were so big and bad, well, you know why you why you got to cover yourself up? You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Take it, take it like a G. You know, you want to play it like that, then Eight. let it be. But I, to me, you walk around with that hood on, you trying to intimidate. It's, it's almost like oh, you're yeah. threatening me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And everybody handling threats differently. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. So you tell me you go kill me, or you or you've been known to kill, and then you you threaten me. I got to go on and take you serious. And I understand that's that's, a bit of that. That's what that hood symbolizes. <laughs> I, I, I'm, 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 a, I'm a husband and I'm a father. The number one objective is to make it home. That's it. Nah, you, you, you know, you probably thought it was for, for shapes and giggles when you walk around the store with it, you know. But you know, it's probably dis- more distasteful than anything. Once when you do stuff like that, you don't, you, you remove the opportunity for me to ask questions. 
You know what I mean? If you have a tattoo of a swastika on your hand, you know, you, you can ask questions like, hey, you know, what is this about? You know, oh, I got this when I was, you know, 13, stupid, and we were on the third. But you damn four mm-hmm. and you walk around with dirt on your head? <laughs> That's a different story. <laughs> it's a different story. Oh, yeah. Ms. Quick, what's your thoughts? Uh, you guys hold it down for a second. I gotta go check on on this boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's, that's not but, good. <laughs> not good. Not good. But not I good. just I just believe that. I know. I hope I'm the only one that think like this, for the sake of this Amer- America. But I'm sure I'm not. If if I walk around, in fact, if you Google supremacy, the first thing to mm-hmm. come up is white, right? White supremacy. Mm-hmm. Why you can't have black supremacy? Why would you get offended if I walk around with a black supremacist shirt on? Good question. But you can walk around with, you know, with your thinking that you're supreme. Why can't I think I'm supreme? That's a very good question because that's, a, I mean, that's that's probably what would happen right there. Um, you know, were, I don't know where it was to be honest with you, but they were some people that were kind of protesting, from what I gathered, uh, protesting. Um, you know, opening up, uh, keeping the the their state closed, and I think they, the way I saw it, they wanted it the state to open up, and uh, so they went to the governor's mansion, I guess, if you will. It was a it was a public building, and uh, they went in and they had they had guns. They had, I mean, not just pistols. They had long guns, and I'm sure they probably had uh, permit to carry and all that stuff. But you know, it's just like okay now. You did that, and in my opinion, that should be against the law to carry a gun into a a public place uh, like that, at least uh, a place mm-hmm. where you had to be you were supposed to go through a, a, a metal detector before you went in, which lets you know mm-hmm. you know no firearms were allowed in there. But if I go in there and uh, do the same thing, I'm more than likely going to be arrested. <laughs> I'm going to be arrested. So, you know, there, there, there's a double standard right there. You know, so I do understand what you're saying. But I guess what I'm saying is, you know, what is the right response? I mean, whatever you, you know, you come in with the hood on, you know, you leave, you, you, you leave, you know, you've got some hands that have been put on you. Now you got the, I mean, you look, you asked for it the way I see it. But my question, right. my thing is, okay, once you do that, the courts are not going to say, well, this man was offended by this and he addressed it, you know, because of, of this thing has racial overtones. Well, they're not going to be lenient on you all because of that. They're going to throw the book at you because, you know, of what else, you know. And and that's my thing. You're going to jump on a white man. Um, that's the only thing they see. A black man on a white man. There you go. There you go. And so – even though you got some satisfaction out of it, 
you know, your kids and potentially your grandkids, your wife, whatever, your status may be or whatever, um, you know, they're going to suffer. But, you know, they can say, well, daddy was a G. Daddy, daddy, daddy protected us. Well, he did at that moment, but now he can't protect us because he's locked away because the system says he he didn't attack, you know, uh, old stereotype. He attacked a white man. And now they're gonna they're gonna get you for assault and battery, you know, with a high high and aggravated nature. Uh, uh, um, you know, they go they right, pull out right. the book and say you you know threatening and um, all kind of you know public nuisance, uh, indecent exposure because you had your your taco meat showing on your chair. They they gonna throw the book at you. <laughs> they gonna throw the book at you. So. Again, that's my question, I guess, more than anything is, it really isn't worth it. I mean, do he deserve a beatdown? Oh, yeah. But did he really provoke us to do something to get another one of us incarcerated? You know, I don't know. I think that... uh... Yes, I mean, in, in, in the breakdown and for the sake of this conversation, it's it's the the, the battle and the war. Okay. Okay. Meaning, you may you may beat them down, you may win the battle, but the war, you you ain't, you ain't even able to fight the war because you incarcerated now. Mm. That's that's a huge difference, maker. You know. Um, yes, sir. So essentially, you definitely want to be smarter about what you take on. But we all know, smarts go out the window when emotions is in play. Definitely. So when you when you when you come, <laughs> and you know you hear you hear you hear stories that that grandma told you that. That Papa told you and whatever, and then you see this, and it's like, oh hell no, you know y'all did this, you know, some old some old boy. So you know, I, this is my opportunity to to avenge <laughs> right, yeah. him, you know. I hear you. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely hear you. And before you, 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 you know, you said something um, a couple of minutes ago. You said, "I hope I'm the only one that thinks like this." But you and I both know you're not the only one that thinks like this. Most of us think like this. And if I'm being honest with you, I think like that. But what I'm saying is, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get beyond it. But do I think just like you do? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know. If I was so delivered from it, then why did I read, you know, when I saw it, uh, I read the article, I mean, from the top to the bottom and then flipped over and found another um, outlet that covered it and wanted to hear what they had to say about it. So, you know, I'm not telling you I'm delivered from it. I'm saying what I probably should do. But, no, I, I hear you. It's like, okay, you, grandma and granddaddy, dead and gone, but it's like, Okay, you drug them, you know, sort of like this is for Emmett Till and this is for, you know, whoever, whoever. And this is for, I mean, it's like I, I got, I got, I got, a, I got, I got retribution. I got to get my 40 acres and my mule out of you. 
You know, right. I, I got you it. I understand. You had them in fear. So it's like, now nah, they were scared of you. You know, you was the boogeyman. This is my, or you was uh, Goliath. You know, you was that giant. Now yeah. I'm, I can go ahead. This is my opportunity to take down this giant. Yep. You said, oh, my granddaddy is here. You have me or my youngest in fear. <laughs> And that's all you that's all you're thinking about. That's 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 all that you're thinking about. But my question is. again is um three months from now, whenever you're in that you know, you got them three hots in the cot and you sitting there and, and getting a letter from, you know, one of your kids and uh saying I scored, you know, seventeen points in the game and I missed the game winner, you know, because of whatever, whatever. I mean, how are you gonna feel then? Are you still gonna feel some satisfaction, or what, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna feel ten months? I mean, six months from now. Oh, you know, I'm not. Listen, we all know when we do stuff out of anger and out of hate, there's not much thought involved. At that moment, right. I forgot that my son played basketball. That's right. You know, <laughs> and, and, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna front like you know. It was it's it was the wisest thing to do. Like I said, I, I hope you know I'm the only one that think like this. So that way we know that it can be a better place. And by it not right, I'm not saying that every every white person is like this. I'm not saying no. That. Yeah, I got and, and this and this may even uh uh discuss some. I get it, and I do apologize. But the fact of the yeah. matter, yeah. the fact of the matter is, it still exists. And if we don't all unite and take a stand against it, it's going to continue to. Period. Because I'm not, Martin Luther King and the rest of them, they didn't do it by themselves. They had white people along, marching as well. But if, yep. if we, if you continue to turn a deaf, a blind eye or a deaf ear to it. You're just as bad as you know the people who actually come in. I got you. So I'm not saying you know me and the white guy will jump. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is maybe the white guy should go up to him and say, "Hey, this this is not appropriate. This is not cool." Well, now I will say that uh, I read one article, um, and I don't know if it said it or I just assumed it. That eventually, uh, one of the executives oh, in the store, or whatever, addressed it. You know, went and you know said something about it. You know, uh, and I, I I probably made the assumption that that was a white guy, but you know, so I I can't say that you know somebody did do it. But you know, to me that would be would have been the right thing to do. Was another, you know. Um, Person of his same color would have came in and said, "Hey man, we ain't got time for all that foolishness. You ain't doing that in my store, and you know all of that. That would have been, I mean, that would have been great. I, I would have, I would have loved to have seen that. But I really don't know how it ended because, again, I made the assumption that the person that stepped to him was was um, was a was a uh, a white guy. But I, you know, I don't know that. So." Not me. I wish it was a black person. Let me tell you why I wish it was a black person. Because one, 
the way the way they handle it with, with dignity, and it's like, you know, you can't be here with this. And you got the hood on, and you already obviously thinking one thing. I'm ass- well, I'm assuming you're shaking one thing because you're wearing this, this hood. But this this black guy of his personal color is in power, and say, hey, you, you got to take it off or you got to leave or what have you. And you must leave because I'm in power. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? I see. I got you. That's why I just say I I, I wish it was that way. But it's an opportunity for, for for them, for the guy with the hood on, to realize that, one, whatever you thought, it was the other way. You thought that the black man was the ignorant or, or, or the nigger, when you, in fact, just show who it really is. Mm. Just showed it. And that's probably the reason why you got your head covered up, because you don't want anybody to see that you're ignorant. <laughs> Do you even know? I, I don't. I didn't even. I don't remember at least um, reading what store it was or what state it was or whatever. And, and none of that shouldn't matter. It's I ignorant. It I don't care California. where you have it. I believe it was in okay. California. Okay. Okay. Mm. And it was a grocery store, so I, I, don't, I don't. I don't recall them benching in the chain, but it was. A, a grocery store. Okay. But I just know for me, wow. as as a man, you, everything isn't going to be handled with violence. In fact, I believe that violence is the tool of the ignorant. Let's let's have a conversation first. Let me sit down and talk to you with this hood on. And see what it really is. Now, are you, you willing to do that? If you get, huh? I said, are you willing to do that? Let's just say, okay, let's yeah. let's, let's do let's throw a little hypothetical in there. You walk in the store, you see it. Let's say you can refrain yourself for a hot minute, and this this brother, this guy says, this guy I can't say brother, <laughs> can't say that you ain't my brother. You do something like that, but anyway, uh, you say, look, man, let's let's let's. Let's go over here, sit outside on the benches over here at Starbucks and sit down and talk. Would you? Could you do that? Would you be willing to do that? I would have to do that. I would have to do that okay, for two have... reasons. One, because I'm a man of God. Okay. Not in a pastor capacity, but in my capacity. I got you. Two, I got you. Because I'm a king. I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a teacher. All right. Now you talk. Right. I'm an example. So I, I will have to do this. Three, I know that you're really scary. I know that you're inferior. I know that you're already afraid because you see this black guy, and we just believe it at that. We ain't even gonna mention size or anything like that. We just gonna say you see this black guy. So you already, so this okay. is this is the reason why I have to refrain. Mm-hmm. So then, okay. So now, how's, how's this how, how's this conversation how's this conversation going to go? What's what's the first action? What's the first question you ask? Um, and you let's just say you find out that he 
was raised up in this, but in reality, he's doing it in ignorance because he don't understand. He understands what he's doing, but he don't understand the history of it. He's looking at it one-sided. Right, right. He sees what he has a right to do, but now he I mean, you know, and, and to be honest with you, most of us, you know, we'll act, but we don't understand the reaction. Uh-huh. You know, we don't understand why people say what they say and do what they do. Maybe we didn't mean whatever it was we did, but, you know, did we consider, okay, if I say this, sort of like fighting with your wife, man. If you, you say one thing, the did, did, thank you cannot control the reaction. You know, you cannot control the reaction. So this guy, let's just make him, you know, he, he did this. Okay, so now he can't control the reaction, and now he don't understand the reaction. So get, take me through that conversation, you and him, y'all sitting, y'all hanging, y'all talking. You just talk to him, hey, man, let me talk to you. You leave the store, well, you, first, bought, you purchase your products, he purchases his, now y'all sitting down. First, I'm 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 gonna ask I'm gonna ask because I gotta bait you in, right? I gotta let you think that I'm ignorant. So I'm gonna ask what what the okay. what, what the hood is about, you know, and see what you what you got from it. And then I'm gonna ask, you know, what you're hiding from. And I'm gonna ask all these questions again. So I gotta play the ignorant for a little bit, you know. It's the art of war, so I gotta sit back and let you think that you really got the upper hand. Now, once we get a you get everything on the table. Now I go ahead and kind of school you and explain to you what this does, what that group has done. Like you said, you probably don't know. So I can't. It's like chastising your your son, but you haven't you haven't taught him, right? And you just right. know that he don't know. So instead of mm-hmm. chastising him, it's time for you to teach him. Right. I can I can beat this this guy all day long, but that still right. would not be a lesson. That's, he's still that's just it. as lost in the beginning as he was in the end. So I did him right. I did him unjust. So we'll have so this to, conversation. To him, to him, you're just an angry black man. You sitting over here beating on me, cussing at me, calling me all this. What's up with this angry black man? What's why is he? Why is he doing this? Why is he you know? Right. Mm. Now, once again, you know, I'm going to show the, the true ignorance. And nine times out of ten, the N-word might not even come up in this conversation at all. Probably won't. You, you see what I mean? But I'm going to yeah. to, to, to show you what it really is. Now, then I'm a, at the end, I'm gonna challenge your manhood. Meaning, if you okay. if you're a man, you don't need to walk around with this hood on. Take it off. Be seen. And if you if it's just a mask for the COVID, here here's a here's a mask that you can wear instead. Okay. Because wow. I believe that in the long run, I've done more damage. Than if I would have beat him, because bruises heal, yeah. broken bones heal, fractures and all yeah. that. Heal. But the fact that this guy just sat down and had a conversation with me, the fact that this guy just gave me facts and truth that can be researched, 
will do more damage. It will, it will, there could be a pivotal moment for you to shift and go another direction. And he may even say, you know, education, yeah, yeah. And saying education won't go unlearned once you learn it. I mean, you got a choice whether to apply it or not, but you know, once he, once somebody is educated in an area, uh, now they got a choice to make, man. So, you know, if you've educated him, like you said, don't do him a disservice by just beating him. You know, uh, train him up, teach him, educate him. And now, if he don't want to learn, you know, then there's other ways. But you know, why not educate him? He, some people just, you know, Prince had a. Um, had a had a line in a song one time that I just um, I always have love. He said that a lot of times we imitate our atmosphere. You know, we just mm. we were around it, and because we were around it, we just became that. That's just right. That's just all there is. We, we just we just did. Don't know why. You know. You know. Association brings all assimilation. That's it. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Now you know. Uh, so. I wonder how many, and I don't know that that was his man's case, you know. But again, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta play that country dumb thing and find out. Okay, let me see what you know. Are you just stupid? Are you just playing stupid? You know. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that's the one of the things we got to do is give that brother somewhat the benefit of a doubt because of who you are, not because of who he is. You just name the reasons why. You know, you needed to do what you did. You're a man of God. You're a king. You're a father. You're an example. You represent more than just, you know, the quick family. You represent your whole race, man. You represent me while you're out there. I need you to handle that properly. I need you to do the right thing. I need you to do that uh, the right way. I, I need you to do that because that's going to be the topic. Of, can you imagine had this really happened? And they're sitting outside, and this guy has his hood on. You're having a conversation with him, and then you convince him through education. Hey, man, look, if you're a real man, take that hood off. And he takes that hood off, bows his head before you shake your hand and say, I'm sorry. Do you know what that would that reverberated all across this world, man? I, mean, I would go viral. I mean, man, no doubt. Man, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. But And see – you remember? Do you remember whenever uh, uh, this 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 cop shot uh, this boy and his brother stood up in the courthouse and said, "Can I shake your hand? You know, I forgive you." I mean, it would be he, like that. He man. hugged the lady. Like, he hugged the lady. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, he he literally in the courtroom hugged the lady. I mean, man, see, listen, man, don't you know what they do is one thing. What what anybody else does. You're only responsible for your actions, for your actions. And now if you want to take that thing spiritual, okay, now, you know, what would God, does God expect you to say, just be honest with me. Would God tell you, that man got a hood on. Go let him see, go go, go let him hold something. Let him see the blackness. Let him see what a man is really about. Beat him to within an inch of his life. Or would God say, educate that man? Educate that man. Give that man the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I mean, come on, man. You know, I, I didn't say what we would want to do. I got that. So everybody's listening. I got it. I, God knows I got it. I do. But what is the right thing to do? 
They're not doing it, but God is not holding them accountable. He's holding you accountable. I'm the one that said I'm a man of God. You're the one that said you're a man of God. You're the one that, you know, uh, are training up your boys. You're the one that's got a wife and, 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 and you know, representing your race. You know that. You know when you go out, you got to represent. You, 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 listen, you ain't slow to the game. You know when you go out, you represent your whole race. You know when you go out that, again, your goal is let me make it back home some kind of way. You know that. So don't make it hard on everybody else when you go out, you know. And But, see, they don't know that. They don't know that. They don't know that we got to be in at a certain time of night. They don't. They don't know. <laughs> There's a lot they don't know. They don't know what it sounds like to have doors locked as you standing there trying to cross the street. They don't. They don't know what it's like to be pulled over. They just don't know. They have never been educated to that. They don't. They don't. I remember. Know. I remember. I was standing outside, smoking a cigar. Just lit it up. I'm talking about it. nice and cherry. And this lady got out of this old Honda. I, and I want, I want to say it was a, either CRV or Pilot. It was an old, old Honda. And I'm standing outside my business. And she had the audacity to put her alarm on. Wow. I laughed. I, I not chuckle. <laughs> I laughed. I'm right. And, and, and I'm my voice, and my voice is heavy. My laugh is even heavier. I laugh. Yeah. I wasn't insulted. I just, you just look like a fool. Definitely. You really did. You really did. I mean, like I really want that. I mean, you you think I? <laughs> you don't even want to know. You hadn't even seen my garage. You didn't know I had a garage. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But see, they they a lot of times you're placed in this one little basket, you know. Are there some guys out there that may have done something or don't have anything? Sure, definitely so. Black or white, doesn't matter. But I'm just happens to not be that one. I'm I'm not nah lady, you, you ain't gotta worry. You keep that. I, I you you ain't gonna clutter up my driveway with that thing. Exactly. Mm. I only want you on my driveway. Can you park that on the street? It might leak oil. Yeah, as I say, you got all you got all it all dripping out, man. Come on. <laughs> but if she's never been educated, if she's never, you know, you know, it's like so. I heard a lady say one time. Uh, y- y- y'all are not like the others. The others. Oh yeah. are not like the others. Oh yeah. You 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 don't really know what you just said right there, but y'all not like the others. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? That's that's. I mean, you really gonna go there with it? You that's that's your feeling. Wow. <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta hear me quick tell you about. I, I'm I, I'm I get, I get a, I get you know I get that 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 cloak of did this mother say that and you kind of want to say well what were you expecting <laughs> you know um, we are we're, at, we're we're having a meal 
the whole family there, and oh my god, they're so well behaved. And like every place we go, that's one of the compliments <laughs> we get. Wow. And you know, you know, I'll I come a fork in my knife down, and I look at them. You know, and and. What were you really expecting? Just, 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 I mean, that's, you know. that's my question right there. So, they are so well behaved. Um, are, you, are they animals? Are they dogs? <laughs> what were you expecting? Were you going to run around yeah. knocking people? <laughs> Man. Y'all have trained them well. Well, thank you. Thank you. Was, we sent them straight to a trainer. <laughs> wow, man. You're right. You know. I had a guy. But that's, a, that's, a, that's an ignorant comment, though. And, oh, my God, man. That's, oh, you don't know what you said. And you think you really complimented me. You think you really, yeah, you did. Oh, my God. You just paid Boy, me the biggest compliment. You don't even want to know. Yes. Man, I you may as well be walking around with your dress pulled up. You are exposing your ignorance. You really just did and don't realize why. Right. You, so you, you how would you respond to a comment like that? Mm. I'm sorry, what's that, Ms. Quick? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, just, just the question was how how would you or how should you respond to comments like that? That, duh. <clears throat> now, I'll admit, now, Quick, listen to me. You just said nobody, you don't want nobody to think like you think. But when I hear a comment like that, I'm more offended. Now, again, it shouldn't matter, but I'm more offended for you. If I'm sitting at a restaurant, you're sitting over there, I'm minding my business, you're minding yours, and my kids are eating, you know, and you're going to come over to me and you're going to say, your kids are so well behaved. I'm more offended by that than if somebody walking through with that dunks had on their head and I can't take that part right there. I don't know how to deal with that other than with ignorance. I, I get offended by that. My kids are not dogs. I did not have to send them to have them trained. I expect them to sit like that. They're not supposed to be running around. What do you mean my kids are so well behaved as opposed to whose kids? And so I get heated on stuff like that, man. So, you know, you got your clan hat and I got my you know, I don't do well with that. I don't, but, you know, what, what do you think I'm raising? Who do you think but, I am? But with that, with this, she, once again, you can't combat ignorance with ignorance. That's right. Like, That's right. ignorance, I'm not even going to entertain that. You can just keep it moving. Mm. I'm going to finish eating just like you haven't said a single word. You're a good man. No, 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 because I know who I am. And obviously, you know who I am as well. Okay, so are you going to say, are you going to say thank you? Or are you going to say, how are you going to address it? Because, you know, I I don't, (laughs) are you going to say thank you? I'm going to address it before Ms. Quick addresses it. Because she's well, I, I know I got an idea. I got a good, pretty good idea how she would address it. I wonder right. how you would address it though. What well, would you well, say? I'm, I'm gonna ask. Is there any other way? And I'm gonna say thank you. And I'm about it. You'll walk on away about your business. 
Okay. My standard now is your food nine kid? times out of ten is higher than yours. My kids have never had a food fight in a restaurant. Never. Mm. I've seen some other people's kids have food fights in restaurants. <laughs> I love it. God walked up by me. He said, "He said, good afternoon." I said, "Good afternoon." He said, "How are you?" I said, "Very well, thank you." And yourself? He said, "Oh, and you use it correctly." Excuse me. <laughs> Wait a minute. And he kept walking. <laughs> and I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to really get up, but he kept walking. He know he struck. No, never mind. I didn't mean anything by it. Yes, the hell you did. That's why you said. It. <laughs> More importantly, that's why you kept walking. Yeah, he spoke out loud. He was thinking it, but it, it came out verbally. So, yeah. It, it came out. Mm-hmm. Yes, you said it aloud. Right. So, once again, all these examples are, uh, are people showing their ignorance. You cannot be the person for being ignorant. That just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. You can teach a person who's ignorant, but you can't be the person who's ignorant. Because okay, they, so again, they're in the same situation what? after the beating than they, than they was before you beat them. Okay, so why is that easier? Because, you know, I lose my lunch whenever you talk about, you know, my kids or whatever. Because to me, you just slap me and my kids. You just slap my yeah. mom in the face, too, yeah. you know. But here, here's the thing. Uh, why is it that you can handle you know, the table comment but can't handle the hood and why can I handle the hood and you can't handle the table comment? You see how, because you see how we, we're schizophrenic, man. You see how we are, we're divided. No, 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 we're not. No, we're not. We just got different directions. We come from different directions to get to the same point. That hood, mm. that hood symbolizes a threat. Okay. We know when we saw those hoods, what's going to happen. When we heard those horses, hide. Go into the house. Go into some place. Hide. Because they're coming to kill us. If you walk around with this hood on, I'm thinking you're coming to kill me. Even in, even in 2020, that, that's your mindset. That's, that's a thought that comes to mind. Well, I guess... With Trayvon Martin, they thought because he had a hood on, he was going to kill somebody or something. Yeah, I hear you. I listen. I hear you a hundred percent. But again, I'm okay, I'm not okay with it. But I can, I can swallow there. I can't swallow at the table because now I'm mad with you. I'm mad at the restaurant. My food don't taste good anymore. And when my wife tries to calm me down, now she gonna get a, she gonna she gonna she gonna get handed something. You know, and that's true on my part. Up. It really is. Miss <laughs> Quick, you need to help both of us. <laughs> um, <laughs> my husband, no, I am. I mean, you know, I, I'm one of those people who will smile and and tell you straight up what's on my mind. No, I'm not going to hurt your feelings. But you know, as that just that's just how that's just how I am. 
Right. Um, and I don't even remember. I, I remember the exact night that he was talking about where the lady, um, she walked over to us and, you know, and said that about, especially, and I think she complimented him first. Um, you know, you have some beautiful children. Um, and then she went on to say, and they are so, you know, well-behaved. How old are they? So mm-hmm. she kept, you know, talking, engaging in conversation. So, it, you know, he didn't specifically or have to address the, the comment because she kept on, you know, being so, you know, nice. Um, but for me, you know, there are a whole lot of things that you can say and you can do to me. Don't, don't, don't ever come for, you know, my boy, my husband. You know, it's, it's one of those, you know, if you go, if you want to compliment them, you know, and say how, how cute they are or whatever, then, then go ahead and let it be that. But don't, don't dare, you know, try and because it's, you're right, it is offensive. One, you're going to get this look. Do I know you? Do you know me? Mm. And if if you don't turn and walk away at that point, then I'm probably going to say something to send you right back <laughs> if I don't let you have it. See, my husband, in some of these situations, he can be quite the idealist. For me, I, I, yes, I am a child of God. I am a woman of God. I am a mother. I'm a wife. And, you know, everything else, you know, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And at that, at, there are some points where I'm liable to, re- to lose my religion. Just for a few seconds. I won't lose. Let me just say I misplaced it. Right? I may put it in the envelope and put it in my pocketbook just for a few minutes. And then I get it back out, repent, and, you know, get myself together after the fact. But um, there are just some things that I'm not going to hold my tongue on. And that's one of them. Now, Pastor, check this out. I'm just quick you right here. I'm going to give you three instances where that's happening. We was at Waffle House one time. We was at Hugo's mm-hmm. one time. And we was at the seafood market one time. When it comes, this is, this is again, these are learning opportunities. We didn't handle it right the first time. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't handle it right because it was just a, you know, a, you know, they have no two and the third and thank you and keep, you know, so you can go on about your business. What I should have done is politely gave you that lesson, so that way it wouldn't it wouldn't have not have happened again. Because maybe you would call your other caring friends and pass the word along. Mm-hmm. When you see this guy, this woman, and these three. Young boys don't say nothing to them. Hmm. Three different occasions. I just gave you three different occasions that it happened. You did. You did. And on what occasion did you did you finally pass that test? The last one? No, 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 no. See, once again, I, I know Miss Quick. She's going to that nice nasty. She's going to, you know, smile and, and be friendly and give it to you. So I'm saving because the, the cause God forbid, and Jesus on the cross, you disrespect my wife and my kids, white, black, male, female, it will go 
down. <laughs> that moment. Yeah, I get that moment. So I'm gonna need you to go ahead on about your business. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I will slap you till the blood and your plasma separate. You understand? I don't play. <laughs> no, the survey I told you I don't play about my money, and my honey from day one. Though they have not changed. I hear you. So mm-hmm. go ahead on about your business. So that's the reason why it probably happened again because I didn't handle it right the first two, three times. And because we probably didn't handle it right, it will happen again. Now, I'm not going to say it's our fault because our children are well-raised. No. No, no. That's the standard. They're supposed to be. And maybe you're not accustomed to seeing that because when you look at your children, they're not. But that's something you got to take up with your household. But mm-hmm. I need to caution mm-hmm. you before you approach this table. <laughs> and it's usually the white women. It's usually old white women that do it. Yeah, the older white women, yeah. But do, do they know, in your opinion, do you think they know, are they doing it to be offensive or that's their way of no, their own personal way of complimenting you, not knowing that it does offend you. No, they don't know no better. They don't know any better. And that's my thinking. They don't know. They don't know any better. They just don't. Uh-uh. That I really uh-uh. do believe that. They don't. Um, you know, and see, this always happens when you know, like when I'm with my husband. You know, like. But, like, I, me and the kids go out, you know, whether it be to the grocery store or, you know, and I take them to lunch and stuff, you know, um, and I don't get that. You know, like, we'll get the, the lady waitress who, oh, they're so cute, and how old are they? Are they twins? And, you know, and then they'll look at Michael and be like, he's so handsome, too. And, um, you know, Michael and I joke about it and stuff. But the one thing that has not happened and, you know, won't happen is anyone approaching me with my children and I'm by myself. Because Mm -hmm. and I I, I guess, you know, I don't, and I tell them, do not approach me with, I have my children, do not walk up to me. Um, And I have Mm -hmm. done that, you know, when I... when when Michael was younger, but I don't let people walk up on me. I don't care if it, I don't care who it is, man, woman, boy, girl, child, doesn't matter. When I have my children, do not approach me. Don't ask me for anything. Don't don't sit up and don't compliment me. Don't engage me in the conversation. Please mm-hmm. do not approach me. I have my children, and that's what I say. And I keep on walking, and I expect them and whatever they're doing to turn back around and redirect themselves. I just don't allow it. Hmm. Were you aware that when I'm? No, he was. I'm not gonna say I'm not aware. I don't don't have. I don't get the reports that something happened. That's 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 that mama bear. I guess mindset, if you will. You don't mm-hmm. you don't approach the mama bear with them cubs. You don't approach any any mama species when she got those cubs. 
No, that's that's human nature, man. It, everybody, everybody ought to know about that. You, man, you don't. I don't care if it's a puppy. I don't care if it's a bear. No, you don't do that. You don't no. do that. That's not safe for you. You get, man. You don't know what you're asking for. You can step up in there. That's sacred right. ground. Because what she will do is push, mm. push some kids behind her, and now those claws and teeth are coming out. Yeah, you could be asking, you know, for what for the time. But now you got your timing <laughs> wrong right now. You need to keep keep it moving, like you said. Keep it moving. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean I'm nice with it, you know. Like, and I don't, you know. Again, it uh, it doesn't matter for me. It doesn't matter who you are because I will, you know, say. I have my children. Please don't approach me. I, I don't, I, oh, white lady, or oh, women, I don't care. Because at that point, you know, if you approach me and you say something offensive, then, you know, to me or either, or, or my children, then I may be, I may make a scene. And, you know, authorities may be called. And now here I am because I made a scene, you know, uh, risking freedom, family, and, and, Everything else because of this situation. So it's best for you and it's best for me if you don't approach me while I have my children. <laughs> and and I say that because I mean I'm being real. I mean don't get me wrong. Now I know I am a child of God and I stay prayed up and stuff and and I know how to be tactful and and handle myself. But I also know who I come from and where I come from. So I know mm-hmm. all my parts of me and because I know all of my parts I am always aware of what I'm capable of so <laughs> it's just it's, that's just you, that's just how I'm built um, I know that I would never you know walk up on someone and offend them or you know what I mean anything like that but you don't know what I don't know what other people's intent, uh, intent is you know so if, because I don't know that Stay back. If you have, you know, if you're selling something or you have a compliment or anything you want to pay me, then you, you can pay it from a respectful distance. You know, oh, they're so cute. Thank you. Let me, don't block my pathway. Don't run up on me. I'll say thank you and keep on walking. Um, and, and now the boys are, are getting to the age where, you know, for a long time, Mason, he give you, a blank face look if you looked at him and said he was cute. He looking at you like, I don't know you, you know, but now they're getting so where they, they'll wave and speak to people if they're in a shopping, shopping cart or whatever. And, and some people don't speak. And, you know, and I have to say, you know, Mason, you can't speak to everybody, son. You know, just, just sit back and, and enjoy the ride. You know, let's, let's just do this or do that. And, here, look at the phone or do something because, you know, the one thing that I that I can't do is explain ignorance to a four-year-old. Not yet. Um, mm. So it's, it's just one of those things to where, you know, let everybody keep their space and, you know, and let me do what I'm going to do with my kids and get on back home. I don't know. One of the things I can say that I'm, I'm um, in that in that regard, you know, with that being that mindset, you know, anytime she leave the house, 
I, I like for her to be judged. Meaning, meaning she got her pistol. You're not, mm-hmm. you can't, you shouldn't leave the house naked because you don't know. You ain't got time to be trying to fight and pull and tug, you know, and admit that something happened. No, you just need to pull and squeeze. That's simple. And that's that's one of the constant reminders. Not, I ain't gonna say a constant reminder, but you know, you are you dress, make sure you, you dress. Go get your you know go get your bag type deal. It's for that reason. It is not that I'm worried about her versus the ignorance that approaches her. Because remember now, it's, it's, we 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 dealing with ignorance. That's what it is. Because if you knew better, you would do better. Is that fair? Completely. Completely. We go. Ronell just called in. We go welcome him to the line. Good evening. Please forgive me. Good evening. How y'all doing? We're good. Man, I'm not sure what I walked into, but uh, I'm hearing I'm hearing a lot, and I I will comment accordingly when allowed. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as long we're as we're attacking ignorance right now. As long so as just make sure you keep that in mind. <laughs> if now, Pastor, now you, you have a different, you have, you have a couple more responsibilities than I do, if you will. How you, how would you handle that? How would you handle that compliment or the sideways compliment? And how would you handle, you know, or how you have the missus handle if she's out and somebody approach her? How do you handle that? Well, well, first of all, let, let me let me make sure that I help you to understand. This may be an issue that I need addressed. I probably need professional counseling or something <laughs> regarding this. But for me personally, uh, when I do go out with my family, and I yeah, I don't know that, that you understand this, and, and if you don't, that's okay. But when I go out with my family, pastor stays home. I'm not going out as pastor. If that makes any sense So when I go out I'm going as husband And I'm going out as father So doing that And I know it shouldn't matter But I'm telling you my mindset When I go out and I hear things I hear them as Husband or as father I don't Mm -hmm. hear them as pastor Pastor is a lot more compassionate Yes pastor Yeah and I, I turn into I turn into not Batman Not Superman but black man and and sure. I'm not saying that's right. Please, everybody, hear me. I'm I'm not saying that's right. Uh, you say I should be pastor everywhere I go. I got it. Maybe I haven't learned yet. It's been it's only been twenty something years. <laughs> Maybe I'll get it. I don't know. But so that that's part of my issue. That that's part of my issue. So when we're walking through the grocery store or supermarket and someone wears a Klan hat in there, um, I can have compassion on that person. It doesn't affect me because. It's like he's ignorant, and, Lord, if you give me an opportunity, I'll talk to him because I don't think he knows what he's doing. 
All right, mm-hmm. but at the same, on the same, on the same, uh, when it comes to the restaurant, and I'm sitting there eating with my family, and you're gonna walk up and give this ignorant comment. Your kids are so well behaved. You might as well say your kids are clean. Oh, they're so clean. Don't do that. Don't do that because now black man comes out and he's like, okay, I, I don't, I didn't raise savages. My kids supposed to be well behaved. If you're gonna talk to me, tell me my kids are. Acting the fool over there, so I can go and address it. But don't tell me. See, I told you I need professional help. They're doing I, what they're supposed you know. to do. Right. That's that's my thinking. So I don't handle just something that simple. I don't handle that very well. And Miss Quick was saying earlier. And then you're going to keep going on and on with it. Oh, and they just dress so nice. And and look at they got the little haircut and that. Well, what did you expect? Did you want them to have? I mean, what what? Don't. Don't say that to me. Y'all are nice with the family. Would you rather me be a girl? You know. So listen, I need help. So brother Nell, whoever, y'all can dress me one up one side and down the other. I'm cool with it. I have no problem. I just, you know. But that's where I am. So, so quick. I, I don't know if that answered your question, but when I go out, pastor, pastor don't get to go out very often because when pastor goes out, it's about business. And whenever father goes out for enjoyment, it's about a different type of business, for sure. It is, and I gotta, I gotta do better, man. <laughs> so I want to hear. Well, maybe I'm ready to, I'm ready to take my butt with me from somebody. No, maybe you don't have to do better. You know, like I mean, it's I, I think it. You have to learn. How to, or you have to know, you know, how to separate it because, you know, your family needs to see that side, you know, that protective side, that instinctive side, that, you know, that passionate side. I mean, don't get me wrong now, and I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm a heathen on the phone, but, you know, sometimes there, you, you can't put word on everybody because. Well, you got to lay hands. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, not lay hands in a literal sense, but sometimes, you know, you you got to be able to give them what they're looking for a little bit, just so they understand who you are. Well, let me tell you what this is really talking about in a sense. Okay, when I go out, okay, people see pastors sit. They don't see. They see pastor sitting there, and they're going to come up and say, hey, pastor, what are you doing here? Well, I'm getting a biscuit like you are, really. But, you know, they want to talk about mm-hmm. this. Let me tell this for you. And I like to get on your schedule for this. And my kids don't like to go out with pastor. They want to go out where daddy right. can have mm-hmm. fun and, you know, and, and enjoy. they want their daddy. They, they want their daddy. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when I go out, well, do I even say the blessing? You know, I'll have my kids to say it or my wife says it. Not because I can't. I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if Pastor goes out, my kids don't get a chance to enjoy me. They they don't, mm-hmm. and I don't get a chance. To, I'm still working, but whenever I I go out as Daddy, you know the people around here for the most part. I don't even. There's nowhere to go. First of all, but I don't go right in the in the immediate area because they don't know how to respect me as a man, and. Uh, you know, and if someone does mm-hmm. approach me, I'll, I'm kind of like Miss Quick. You know, I'm like, okay, you you call Monday, call Tuesday. You know, give me a call later on next week, something like that. No, we're not doing that unless your head is hanging out your butt. 
Don't bother me while I'm sitting here eating my salad. All right. So I'm waiting on Brother Ronell to give, give it to me. Somebody can give it to me tonight. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, I'm waiting on Mr. Quick to give me the floor. So allow me to Oh, speak. please. Go right ahead. So he, he actually. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, well, first things first, I want to, you know, give you a, an applause because, like, I feel like you're the first minister, pastor that I've ever heard that has. Um, attempted to figure out how to get rid of that pre-K, that preacher's kid, wow. right? How to get rid of that that mindset, right? So my mom was a preacher's kid, and mm-hmm. I know from my grandfather and the people that he was associated with or hung around, you know, all the other ministers and whatnot, um, how their kids really disdained or disliked the church based upon because their dad was taken away. So you mm. you're you're actually providing your kids that opportunity or your family that opportunity to have that man right versus that man a guy that everybody sees right hey son hey daughter I gotta you know kind of play this role so to speak so I definitely applaud you for that so I don't give you like originally when you first said it I was like oh no nah, man when you're a hey, when you <laughs> when you say hey I'm going to be a minister, I'm going to be a pastor, too much is given, much is required, right? So you right. got to kind of wear that brand at all times. And unfortunately, that's the, that's what I have to do. Unfortunately, that's what I have to do majority of the time. But I'm finding uh, some solace. I'm finding some, some, some joy even during this time because I don't have to be the brand. I can just be dad. With my mm-hmm. son, with my wife, with my, you know, with my friends like even. Yeah, With yeah, my yeah. friends even. So, like, what you're doing is kind of, man, wow. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing to me because I always say that I want to be a triple threat. I want to be a great husband, father, and businessman. And what I hear is you can't be all three. No, you know, that's not what you're hearing. What you're hearing is there's a time and place for each one of them. No, 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 no. No, I'm not saying from you guys. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm not saying I'm hearing that from you guys. I hear that normally through conversation with other folks that you oh, can't right. be all three. Right. But please forgive me. Please forgive me for misspeaking. But like, but it's one of those things where for me, I want to be all three. So I'm trying to figure out how to break the code. I'm trying to figure out how do I, you know, reinvent the wheel, so to speak, in that area of being all three. And what I'm hearing that you're telling um, the listeners as well as myself, Mr. Quick, Ms. Quick, is that you, you've made a decision to say, hey, you know, my family, my family matters as much as the church does. And in order for me to lead the church well, I have to lead my family well, which I feel like every man, every family should, you know, kind of have that mindset. Wow. Wow. See, wow. Now, I'm not going to jump on you. You dig? I'm I'm going to applaud that as well <laughs> because hmm. I know when I go out and and, and the ministers will tell you, folks like, you know, hey, you know, 
this, that, twenty third. You know, I was speaking up, but we gonna keep it moving. You know what I mean? So right now, I'm not, I'm not Mr. Quick. I'm not Q. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm Mr. Hayes. You follow me? So when it when it comes, mm-hmm. that's 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 the lesson that you've given us. The time and place. Four things. Now, be mindful that Mr. Quick is the politician, right? He's he's shaking hands, kissing mm-hmm. babies. Mr. Hayes is that mm-hmm. assassin. You 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 run up on that pack if you want to. Period. Mm-hmm. At all costs. I'm gonna protect the pack. The pride. Mm-hmm. Period. So on you gotta keep it you gotta keep it separate and I'm glad that you that you mentioned that. You know, you're gonna protect the pastor is gonna the guy come up with a threat, pastor's gonna pray for him, Lord, you know, this that twenty third. Daddy and husband, he gonna pull out that old that old rocket po- rusty pocket knife or or the thirty eight with the duck with the uh, electrical tape on the handle. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna do what we gotta do to protect to protect our pride. Period. And when I when I say pride, I'm not talking about our internal pride. I'm talking about our our lions den, our pride. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate wow. that. I appreciate that. No, you don't need counseling. No, no what you need to basically put that in the book so everybody can understand that there's a time and place. And when I had this certain hat on, that's when you come talk to me about certain things. When I had this do-rag mm-hmm. on, that's when you come talk to me about other things. You got to know who mm-hmm. you're talking to at that moment. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Man, that's, no. that's that's a joy. That gives me joy to hear that. Yeah, Pastor, so wow. you just said, Mr. Quick. So, I'm gonna say this, Pastor. So I would not want to walk in your shoes for that reason. I haven't I haven't mm-hmm. grasped that that balance yet. Wow, man! I didn't I didn't even see it as that that that's our topic for tonight. But that wasn't my purpose of saying any of that. That was just a, I guess, a cry for help, man, just an admission. But yeah, that 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 ties directly into our subject matter for tonight. So I thank God for that, man, and uh, thank you guys, man, for your um, honesty. I was ready to hear it an entirely different way, and was okay with that. Honestly, I I was going to respect everybody's opinion, but that um, I guess confirms. You know that I, I'm not as, um, you know, uh, there have been times I've been. I, I felt a little guilty, you know, occasionally, not not often, but you know, I felt guilty, and I thought you guys were gonna say, "Hey, look, somebody may really need you." Well, if somebody really needs pastor, then you know, the family knows. Listen, okay, when there's an emergency, I gotta go in the phone booth and put on this other, you know. Uh, suit and I got to come out and I got to do what I got to do so they do even though they don't like it they do understand it but uh, the majority of the time man it's like look we're we're sitting here and um, this is us this is nobody else you know so uh, so I'm glad you guys um, was able to see that man that that, that helped me that blessed me tonight Mm -hmm. I'm going to make you laugh at this I I know I want you to go in and pray because I know uh 
You got your call. You got your, your prayer line. Michael was playing basketball, <laughs> and the ref was was giving these BS calls. I'm, I, I I forgot we was at church, and I'm expressing my uh, <laughs> some unpleasantries. <laughs> and okay. you know, we at this point, I don't care when you when you you essentially mistreat my son. So <laughs> if if you and 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 this with all due respect, if we at the church house and you and you saying some slick about my kids about my wife, because that pulpit is not is is not a a a, a, a what you call it a plate class. I'm gonna walk up on you and let you know, no, bro. You you got one more time to say oh something, else, bro. I got you. <laughs> That's all right, man. So they call your kid for traveling one more time, and that's it. Huh? You don't care. <laughs> Listen, bro. Wow, Listen, man. How you going to call traveling? He ain't even got the ball. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, we work on that oh, in the driveway goodness. daily. Listen, we we ain't doing that, bro. So, uh, he so I told my wife, no, mommy, I'll, daddy can't. I don't want daddy to come because, you you know, <laughs> <laughs> you did not become but, that dad. But you did not become that dad. <laughs> I am, oh I, am I am that dad. I I know the sport, <laughs> I know the rules, and I know what's right. The oh, rules are the rules. Period. The rules are the rules. I've always heard of, I always heard about that dad, but I never met him. I, now I know who I he is. I can't walk him. Nice to meet you. And my name is Mr. Quick. Nice to meet you. I understand. Man. You're 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 not. I, I mean we and that, that, and, that, and I find that that's our problem. If we was consistent, we wouldn't have to have a certain set of rules for certain people. Keep it consistent. That's how you keep it fair. Mrs. Quick, we saw my I was talking about fairness earlier, said everything isn't fair. If it was consistent, it'd be fair. A criminal is one who breaks the, break the law, who commits a crime. That's a criminal. That's the one who should be punished the same as the other one who was punished. It shouldn't be a set of rules for blacks and a set of rules for whites. A criminal is a criminal across the board. So it, so it shouldn't be, but there are. That's because society. Let's acknowledge that. Let's acknowledge that. That's right. Because it's, because Just because we acknowledge it, don't mean that it's there, right. There is. Let's, no, no, no. let's not acknowledge. Right. Let's acknowledge. Hold up. Let's let's acknowledge the unfairness. Most definitely. That's what we're going to acknowledge. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way. I know hmm. it shouldn't be, but as long as we keep saying that we're going to acknowledge, no, we're going to acknowledge the unfairness. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the unfairness, but also acknowledge the fact that that's that that's the rules that they play by so that you have to be better in order to even be where you are. Like if I sit in a room full of people that are counterparts, so to speak, Anglo-Saxon, people that have had advantage, they all know and I know that I'm better if I'm at the same table with you. Know that I'm better than you. Because if I had your same advantage, I wouldn't even be at this mm. table. I'll own the table. That's right. That's right. 
I, 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 I get that. I'm with you on that. And I agree with you 100%. All I'm simply saying is this. If we acknowledge that it's, it's like this, right, then that's almost like saying that we're, we're condoning. I'm not going to acknowledge. I'm going to acknowledge the unfairness. As long as I keep making noise about it being unfair, a change may come. Okay. I'm of the belief, get rich and give back. To me, that's the win-win. Well, there you go. Get rich and give back. Speaking of giving back, go ahead, oh, Pastor. Go ahead and pray us out. Because he got this uh, <laughs> call he got to do in a little bit. So we got to respect yeah, his I got to throw this other hat on. I got to throw this other hat on right quick. Thank you, <laughs> Real quick. Thank you sir. We appreciate it. Thank no, you guys so much, man. So much, man. I, 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 every time I'm on this line, I'm, I'm always enlightened or blessed. And, um, you know, and, and tonight's no different. So thank you guys so much. Lord, thank you so much for tonight, the content, the uh, input. Just thank you so much, God. And I, I I, really don't mean to be selfish, God, but just to be honest, on a very selfish note, thank you so much for confirmation tonight from um, people that I consider as men. And uh, thank you, God, because I've never discussed it with anyone, God, and they, they confirmed tonight that, you know, maybe I'm not in error. Maybe this is just the way it needs to be or whatever. So I want to thank you on a very personal note. But, God, I pray that uh, all those who were listening in tonight, that they heard our heart and not our words, that they saw the problem and that they understand that, you know, we need to walk in these blessings and then we can pass these blessings along. Thank you so much, God. We know that it may not be fair out there. We know that in order to get to the table, we got to be better. We understand that. We do. But, God, please don't allow us to sit back and make excuses. Help us to go because, God, if we get to the table, as it was just stated, we'll end up owning the table. So thank you so much. And, God, because we've been behind for such a period of time, when we do get to the table, help us not to forget where we come from. Help us to know that education is the key in so many areas. Thank you, God, for this opportunity to just be on the line with uh, the Quick family and Brother Ronell and just, 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 just to have a forum where we can discuss real issues. Thank you so much. We're not asking for people to agree with us. We just want to expand the mindset and, 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 and um, get folk to thinking and seeing things from another standpoint. Thank you, God. Keep your hands on this ministry. Keep your hand on the Quick family and everybody else that's involved, Lord. We thank you so much for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Um, this will, we're going to continue. Uh, Pastor, he has to step off, but we're going to continue our conversation. Uh, Pastor, we love you and we really appreciate you. Uh, we're going to continue. So, we're right now. Yes, sir. We were initially Yes sir, yes sir. We were talking about would you walk in my shoes? Mm-hmm. God young mm-hmm. young guy uh who said that he had to write an essay about what he disliked most. And he said he dislikes being a nigger the most. Mm. He said and he Man. went on to say in comparison to uh his white counterpart that he was speaking with on the scene, he says, uh-huh. if my father, if my father 
if we if I was white, my father would still be alive. And in this exchange, he asked mm. the guy, he says, tell me something, sir. Would you like to live to be 100? The guy responds, I'm sure I would. Then he says, would you rather be black and live to be 100 or white and live to be 50? The guy didn't answer the question. He walked off the scene. He walked out the door. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is the conversation that, that we're we're having about the ignorance and and and, and essentially the the unfairness. Right. Everybody wants um, the oppressors would like to continue to breed and and and, and force us to think that it's not so bad or it's fair. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, it's not fair. So that's the reason why right. I came the way that I came. Like, nah, we can't just make it seem like this because it's like we're condoning. We're just believing what they're saying. When in actuality, gotcha. we're not sought as equal. Like you said, you had to work mm-hmm. 10 times as hard to get to the table. Right. When they got to the table due to their privilege or, quote, unquote, their bro, entitlement. Or what have I you. was, bro. I was questioned when I was going, when I was not only completing my degree, but also as I finished my master's program, I was questioned why. I was questioned at a job to why would I look for upper management? Wasn't I happy where I was? And it blew my mind because for me, I'm looking at being a partner. I'm looking at being like an executive you know, a part of that team type deal. So for you to tell me that I should be just kind of happy with my my full-time job, right, that kind of blows my mind mm-hmm. when you say that, right? And to be honest, to be 100% with you, like I, I try to always be with you, bro, I would – not change anything. I would I would still be me. I would still go through the circumstances that I went through because for me I I appreciate life so much better, so much more. Remember, the like, process is just as important, if not more fulfilling, than yes. actually the destination. Yes, 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 bro. I don't need the yacht to know that I'm successful. The yacht is cool. The yacht is good. But to know that I'm successful, the yacht is just a plus. The yacht is a trinket. Yeah. There's just a trinket. An expensive trinket. Yeah. But it's a trinket all the same. I agree with you. Well, it's only, yeah. And it's only expensive if 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 it's at the top of my budget, right? But I'm not getting that. What I'm saying is comparison. That's all I'm saying in comparison. Right. I'm, my, mm-hmm. For me, my mm-hmm. level of success is, is, you know, pleasing God and 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 pleasing mm-hmm. my family and providing for my family. You know, yeah. God proud, my wife proud, my boy proud, my mama proud, my grandma proud. That's that's success to me. Now mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I'm stop. That doesn't right. mean that I'm no. seize every opportunity or pass every opportunity to. You know, teach along the way. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we don't we're the only group of people, the only culture, the only race that has to represent 
for the entire race every time we step out. Yep. So we must address the ignorance, but we got to do it in our rightful manner, meaning we got to maintain our royalty at all times. Mm -hmm. At all times. At all times. I feel like that's why the whole movie Black Panther and, you know, the statement Wakanda forever was such a, like, proud moment for so many African-Americans because it allowed them to stand aside a king or a theory of a king that knew his worth and even though he knew his worth and knew that his worth was much more than what everybody else thought it was, it was he he was he 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 stayed humble, which is what a lot of us have to do. Some you know a lot of us have to do that. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying all of us, but but a lot of us have to, right? So a lot of us can't be too quote unquote showy, right? As a ditty, or as you know your your friend that owns you know their own business and that runs their business based upon their brand, right? Like, everybody can't do that. So we cheer and we, you know, we should support them based upon that. I mean, bro, it's it's a a serious game out there. You can have a business. It's a game. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's, it's for sure a game. Even even with with, with with you know my friends who are business owners, quote unquote. You know, if you're not if you're not teaching and, and giving back along the way, you, you mm-hmm. it's just a waste. Correct. It's a waste. And that's and and that's in any any business. I don't care if you're you know from you know white collar lawyer doctor. All the way down to, you know, owning construction company or hell, just delivering a delivery service, whatever it may be. If you're not teaching along the way, it's a waste. Well, I would even take it. I would even take it a step further and say it's not just a waste, but you're taking away from. Like mm. you've been given an opportunity, you've been given an opportunity to teach, but instead of teaching, you're taking away from those that are working with you. Because I'm not saying for you, because evidently they support your cause, right? To be working with you, um, you're taking away from the opportunity that they have to grow. Again, going back to that that scripture, that verse, to whom much is given much is required. So the idea of teaching, every every situation should be a teaching moment. I've sat, I've sat with you multiple times. I've sat with you multiple times, and I feel like the closeness that we have is because of the teaching moment. I don't want to be hey. a biz. And, and, and I'm saying the teaching moment, hear me, hear me say this. I'm saying the teaching moment, you teaching me, not necessarily me. <laughs> We, no, we teaching you. We teaching we. <laughs> we teaching we. Make no mistake about it. And it's funny that you say that because we were talking about the guy who's walking around the store with the Klansman hood on. 
and uh, oh, that's in, what in California. Okay. And, and and what I was I was saying was, you know, initially, you know, when emotion come into play, you know, because this is the thing that spooked my grandma, and my grandfather, and greats before. Now it's time for me to kind of avenge their fears, right? Mm-hmm. But in actual, but in actuality, this is an opportunity for me to go up and teach because he's displaying his ignorance. He may not mm-hmm. know what he's doing. So you go up and you teach mm-hmm. him, you know, because he probably just doing it in just, but in actuality, you know, let me, let me school you because you're really about to get them things put on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's an opportunity to teach. Everybody who come up to you when they come in and, and, and compliment the kids, oh, they're so well-behaved, you know, that's ignorance. They're mm-hmm. acting the way that they're supposed to act or they're the way that they're supposed to be. You, you follow me? So what, what did you yeah. expect? So now it's an opportunity for, mm-hmm. for, me, for me to teach you. See, I, I was teaching my kids and I was being an example. Even that's what made you want to come over here and, and compliment. But not knowing what you're saying is actually offensive. Your intentions may be mm-hmm. to compliment, but when you're right. offensive, hell with your intent, you have now offended. Mm-hmm. So it's the action. Your action will trump your intentions all day long. Right. I, feel like I didn't know your heart when you like came you, up here. Yeah. No, I didn't. And, and, I, and I actually was on defense because of my background, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of my knowledge, because of because of what I know, I'm not I'm not sure what you're coming, what you're approaching me with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's and it's funny because I've had multiple conversations with people about their conversation and um, through the coaching process, it's an idea of are you communicating with love? Are you communicating with your own thinking, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that own thinking has been learned from somebody else, right? And that let's so let's let's go back to you know the, the yeah the ignorance of the hooded gentleman or uh, female in you know whatever said store, right? It's kind of like that ignorance was was taught, mm-hmm. that, um, and now I need to teach you something different so that you no longer walk in this level of ignorance. And if you sure. do, you choose to, which means sure. you choose for the you choose you choose for whatever circumstance, whatever consequence that comes to you. That whatever reaction, yes, yes, talk to whatever him. reaction, like like you understand now. That this was this was what was to come, and you walked right into it, type deal. Mm-hmm. So so you can't so you no longer actually are even ignorant to it. You're very knowledgeable that this could happen. You just chose different. You just chose different. <laughs> and and and, that's, and so you 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 can't save you can't save the world. No, you can't. 
But mm-hmm. only thing you can do is try to teach somebody along the way. All mm-hmm. I do is teach. If you choose to omit some parts, if you choose to ignore some parts, if you even choose mm-hmm. to take it as a grain of salt, everything after then is your own fault. You volunteer for that behind. Yep. Don't play victim now. No, 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 no. You volunteer. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's such a what, good thing. What Kevin Hart, what, what Kevin Hart said, you're going to learn today? You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. <laughs> I mean, Biggie said it. If you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, now you know. Right? So it's, that knowledge area, right? And a lot of us, um, as far as African Americans, because, I mean, granted, no one can see me right now, but yes, I am black. And a lot of us African Americans have to be open to that educational opportunity for our counterparts. And not yeah. in necessarily a, a combative nature, but like a, hey, you know what? It honestly kind of a feel bad for you. I feel bad for mm-hmm. you that you're just naive. I feel bad mm-hmm. for you that you 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 really just don't fucking know what the fuck is going on. I'm sorry, what's going on right. out here? Right. So, <laughs> so like let's you know kind of just discuss and let's you know share different circumstances and different theories of say for instance like you said the gentleman called about. Hey, my dad, right? My dad is my dad's dad. Well, hey, you know, my dad wasn't there. Well, hey, you know, I don't know what my dad not there feels like. Well, this is what it feels like. And you share that, and you see them shed tears, and you're like, you know, I understand your tears, but that doesn't change the fact that he wasn't there. Well, that doesn't right. change the fact that this is the reason why I act and react the way to you as I do because, for me, I understand that I have to set a completely different example than what was set prior to. For sure. Which is an educational moment. Every every time, you know, even even with that, right? You have you have mm-hmm. to seize. You have to you have to grab every opportunity to teach. Because, like you said, they may not know. They may not know. But more than anything, that's that's your role. I think mm-hmm. the moment you become a father, it's a father slash teacher. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you cannot chastise your child for something that you that you didn't teach him. Mm-hmm. When you actually see that he don't know. You get you got to switch off that 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 you know that punisher that daddy mm-hmm. into now you got to go over into a teacher. Mm-hmm. Now, once you've taught him, you know mm-hmm. he know. Mm-hmm. So he violate the next time, then you can punish him. Yeah, and unfortunately for him, and he doesn't know it, but the punishment has to be harsh. It has to be harsh to a to a um, circumstance or to the feeling that 
I'm going to punish you so that society doesn't. You don't know that. Oh, I I kind of disagree. Is, but but this is this is my mentality in a sense. Of course, of course. Like, cause of course. I, cause, because I can't make you believe that society is going to treat you equal. I can't lead so, you to believe that. Because if I – go ahead. No, no, like you were saying. So for me, I'm – I, 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 I'm. It's not going to be harsh. It's going to be the, the the punishment is going to be fitting to the crime. But there be there just. are consequences. Society mm-hmm. will 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 consequence you for what you have done. Mm-hmm. Whatever, Correct. Regardless of well, regardless of his punishment, you can't leave your room, or you can't have your electronics, or whatever it may be. Society will. Give you consequences. Correct. Same as we got to do. If you if you go out here and not knowing what consequences are, that's when you made a huge error in your daddy ship. Mhm. Mhm. I got because you were concerned I got, about I got like five whoopings in my life, right? Like five. Mm-hmm. But I've seen other people get punished, so I learned from them. What not to do? Listen, you're not gonna whoop me for the same thing he just got whooping for. I'm not gonna do that. Mm-mm. Or I may do it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna get caught doing it, or whatever the case may be. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's the truth. So it's not gonna be harsh because remember now, even if you spank him, you're not spanking him to hurt him. You're spanking him to teach him. Correct. You're spanking him to make a correlation of what not to what I said not to do. And what you've done, and now mm-hmm. you're gonna say, "I don't want. I'm not gonna do this because I don't want this." So I'm going to do what he say do versus not. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get now, you know my son. He, he's 15, and sometimes you know you want to go in the cave that chest in. You want to, yes, but sir. that'll hurt you. That'll hurt him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because remember, I don't know how to I, I don't know how to punch and slap box. I don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? Okay. I like I punch mm-hmm. through stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm, if I so punch you, I'm trying idea. to keep my fist come through the other side. So that's painting. That's well, hurting I, him. Yeah, the idea of a punch is not to teach you a lesson. It's to it's 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 so much more. It's to hurt you. It's right. not to. It's yeah. It's not just to correct. Is to right. establish right. a sense of you don't do this ever again, <laughs> and you may not be able to do this ever again after this. Ever. Right. <laughs> so it's going to be a tough lesson. So it's funny that you. It's funny you say that because um, it's funny that you. Like I'm. I'm. I'm just thinking back to a couple different circumstances and situations where. I'm sitting with my son. We're doing something. I have a neighbor or an outside guest come in, and we're talking, and my son is just being disruptive. He's being, you know, just out of line, just really acting out of the norm. And I'm fused, frustrated, and a, a, a little upset, and I want to cave that chest in. But at the same time, this is, 
an opportunity again for a, a lesson learned, but also I can't I can't do that out of my frustration because of embarrassment, nor because of don't act like we don't you're you're not uh, schooled or trained or brought up in a better manner, and and maybe I'm more pissed off because you're brought up in a better manner than you're acting. Right, but right now is not the time. So what I need you to do is just leave my presence. I need to cool down. You need to completely leave my presence while I cool down. We'll have this conversation later. You know, and I think. Go ahead. I got some for you. Oh, I got some for you. Go ahead. When you was young, because I need it. You mean when you was young, you used to get in trouble, you get a whooping for by somebody Mm -hmm. else, and when you get home, you get another whooping. Mm-hmm. You know why you got another whooping when you got home? It wasn't because cause you already got whooping for whatever you've done. You got a whooping mm-hmm. when you got home because you're acting like you ain't got no home training. Because Miss So and So had to whoop you. Because That's why you got so and so had to whoop you. Right. You ain't getting whooping because you did the crime. You you got punished for that already. Mm-hmm. But the fact you out here mm-hmm. acting like you don't have any home training, that's why you got it when you got home. You got I me mean, out here looking bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what he did. So he had you looking bad. He had you feeling some kind of way. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's completely against the grain. Like that's to me as African Americans, we should hold ourselves at a higher standard and as a brand in a sense of like you know when you walk out this house, you represent the family. You represent me. You represent my brand, right? So mm-hmm. not not only yours, but also the family name. That's what you represent. For sure. So when you when you when you mess up, you mess up for the entire family, not just for yourself. My son, it, it this this COVID nineteen situation is called it, it has been such a learning lesson because I recognized just a couple of days ago actually, I recognized that I might. I might have been a little bit ashamed of my last name. And when I say ashamed of it, it's because of the lineage in the the um, the brand that was provided before me with that last name, right? Mm-hmm. But my son the other day was yelling out his last name. You know, he's just saying his name, and for some reason he likes to hear his self-echo or hear himself yell outside. So he's yelling his name, full name, and I'm hearing him say his name, and I'm like, man, he's saying it with such pride, you know? And to me, that is the level of confidence that I have to provide for him, but also the legacy that I have to leave for him. For right now, this is, like, this brand is something to be excited about. Versus something to be ashamed about. Oh, and that's for sure. Remember now, like you said, that, that brand. When my mom, my mom and I, you know, we were like, we have a, we have a great relationship. We're like brothers and sisters, you know. We we kick it, you know, mm-hmm. and in in kicking it, uh, the lessons that's taught is. With a different tactic, you, you follow me. So, mm-hmm. 
may be able to speak on the level that I understand, the useful level, but the it's still a, a teaching, a lesson, a teaching moment. And mm-hmm. I say it to say the brand is still intact, mm-hmm. just like it was before. So whenever, and my mom, she was, she was in the streets, so she, you know, everybody in the streets knew her, you know, so I mm-hmm. couldn't go out and misrepresent the brand mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. regardless of whatever is going on, my my brand preceded me. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, my brand precedes me. Mm-hmm. My household name. Not a celebrity, but a household name. Meaning everybody knows. So that means those that know, you have just as many, if not more, watching just to see if you screw up. Mm-hmm. Just to see Sometimes if the knowledge you carry in the place that you get is how you live in. Mm-hmm. Like, you said something I, I mean, no, I was just saying, sometimes you got people waiting for you to mess up. Mm-hmm. And and that's okay too because that actually is the hey keep me on point keep me on point type of folks keep type of folks that you need that 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 you need to be aware of right because you never want to get too comfortable to uh and complacent to complacent yeah. right with where you are the level of success that you you know, gain because it's kind of like, hey, no, nah, like I still need to perform. I still need to be the man that I've always been just on another level. And, you know, I was reading a book by Dr. Miles Moreau that talked about legacy and potential. And he said Ooh. success is the potential killer. Mm. Mm. A lot of a lot of people become successful and no longer strive for what better. they were. Yeah. yeah. Now. No longer strive for better. Okay. Su- success also is how you carry the opposition. Success is the weapon, the only weapon that you can use to murder. Your opposition, not opposition, but oppression. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. How you murdered the oppressor? Oppression. Now you keep saying something. I'm going to ask you about this. You say you keep saying African American. Uh huh. And and every time you say it, my skin kind of kind of tingled. Kind of. My bad. No, I don't mean to offend. I don't mean to offend. Educate me. No, not at all. Every time I hear that, it makes me think that that that. You're a subclass American. Mm. You don't hear the white folks saying I'm Irish, you know, the Irish American or or whatever American. But why the black okay. American okay. seems to have to say an African American? When 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 ninety nine percent have never been to Africa. Mm-hmm. Only to realize that the African Consider you an American. 
Mm-hmm. You just a black American. They completely dis you 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 completely been uh, disowned. Completely by that country. Yeah. And you couldn't speak a native language mm-hmm. <laughs> to save yourself. Or you know you don't know what clan you from or tribe you from or what have you. Or right. You know, right. You just spewing out what they told you. They told you you're not an American. You're an African American. No, sweetheart. You've been colonized. Right. I'm a I'm a black American. I'm just as American as you are. Mhm. So that when I was saying that I'm not I'm not going to condone the the you know I'm gonna announce that it's unfair until you start mm-hmm. recognizing yeah. that I am an American just like you. That COVID started doing it. COVID did start showing that everybody's just the same. COVID did that. But how many people actually have, yeah. have woken up to see that there's no difference in us? Now, you want to get down and break down the molecular structure and go down to the to the to the on an atomic level, then I guess black is supreme. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna need you. I'm 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 not saying for you to change. I never disrespect you like that. No, no, when no. I say no, black, no, no. But when I say black American, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you that I am supreme. Yes. Because if you look up supremacy, only thing come up is white supremacy. Correct. Why can't there be a black supremacist? There it is. <laughs> A black American. Unless you look at it as uh, an extreme black, which is a, a domestic terrorist group, according to the FBI. Mm-hmm. But a white supremacist mm-hmm. isn't. Why is that? Another unfair. Yeah. Right. Hey, it, it, it's because he who has the dollar has the power. No, he who has a dollar can write in the book. But the power is that man who walk in and just like you say, I make y'all nervous because I'm at the table. Mm-hmm. That's who has the true power. Mm-hmm. Y'all already counted yourselves out. Y'all already seeing how y'all can conspire against me because the inferior needs help. They need help mm-hmm. to hate. When you come, and the most you, mind, you're taller, you, the most mind you're taller than I am. No, go ahead. You're taller than I am. You know, my beard bigger than yours. You know, mm-hmm. but there's no competition. You you wouldn't need help. We don't need to see who's dominant. We don't need to see, mm-hmm. you know, find a reason to hate each other. No, it's mm-hmm. like a family reunion when we get together. Oh, that's my brother. Yeah. You don't see the family resemblance? Mm-hmm. Maybe because he shaved, but, mm-hmm. you, you know. And grew his hair out, but yeah. still, that's my brother. <laughs> now, if me and you have an issue, we close the door and we discuss our issue. That's our mm-hmm. business. We don't put family business in the street, meaning we mm-hmm. don't discuss air our dirty laundry in front of people, in front of company. Correct. Correct. Now, we open the door. Everything's the watching. Everything cool. Exactly. Because exactly. the streets is watching. 
The streets they, they wait. <laughs> hey, the gift is, is is like the gift and the curse. Mm-hmm. It's the like I'm watching the uh, Last Dance, Michael Jordan uh, whole thing, and I'm looking at the gift and the curse. Uh, this last couple of episodes, if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, I might, I might spoil it for you, but it showed a little bit of how um, how highly he was praised and how so many people sought to destroy the image that he portrayed, that they, that they pulled him up to, all because of the game that he played. Mm-hmm. So it's like the streets are watching, and they they're waiting to, they're waiting to speculate, they're waiting to, you know, cut you down, they're waiting to, you know, use whatever you personally do against you, and what you publicly do. Absolutely. So the i so the idea of the gift and the curse is more so of what makes you great also makes you hated. Oh, of course, of course. Being great is a reason for them to hate. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna slow. I'm gonna say that slow. Being great is a reason for them to hate. Mm. Nobody That's hates the guy right who's not starting. Nah. No. Nobody nah. hates the guy who missed the shots in the layup. No. Everybody hates the mm-hmm. guy that they can't stop. Mm-hmm. And 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 when I say stop, I'm not just talking about on the court. I'm talking about off the court. Everybody's hung mm-hmm. up on the fact that he said Republicans buy my shoes too. Mm-hmm. I'm Come not on. upset about that because he's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. Blacks buy my shoes. Whites buy my shoes. Mm-hmm. You, the Jordan brand. I am a brand. I am a business. It is not mm-hmm. for me to be political. Mm-mm. No, because politics is not, not my business. Retail is my business. Marketing is my business. Right. Same with you. Same with me. So I'm not going to get up here and say, hey, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Or I'm not. That's not your right. business. Not hey, my business. I'm giving you first responders ten percent off. Tell a friend. That includes police. Black man giving yep. police a discount. Why is they doing that when they just, you know, took advantage of a kid in New York, or when they just, whatever? Because it's not mm-hmm. political. It's financial. Remember, mm-hmm. he who has a dollar can write in the book. Let me make this dollar mm-hmm. so I can write in the book. So I can help yep. make some rules, make some changes for us. Because you know what? It's funny you say that because Jordan, after that, said, he said, I gave him a check and I helped with his call. Right? That was the most that mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to do. Right. And, right. To, and, to, and to be honest, like, without that dollar, he wouldn't have been in the game in the first place. Because that's what, that's the upper hand. That's the upper hand that that we're already facing. Just like that. It's the lack of. Just like that. A lot of our our black candidates who was running for, for president fell out mm-hmm. because they didn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Like, that's mind-blowing. think you had all the support, but you didn't have enough money to continue your campaign. Something that's representing all people. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, so, yeah. you got to be grateful for them to hate. Yep. You got to be grateful for them to hate. Yeah. And 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 again, you got to recognize that it's coming. You Actually, it's probably it's already there. You just don't know it. Yeah. It's, 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 a, part of the, it's a part of the equation. It's a part of the equation. The hate has been there. Yeah. They waiting on you to, get great, to be great. <laughs> oh, bro, I, that's the story of my life. The people hating on me, bro. Same here. But just hot step. When you hot step, the weeds can your feet cannot get tangled up in the weeds. Mm-hmm. Whether you high step or icky shuffle, that's it. Either way, that's it. You gotta understand. Stay high above them. They, 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 they're not great, they won't hate. If they're not hate, that means mm-hmm. they see you either below them or on the same level as them. And the sad part about it is, it's not it's not always other cultures. Sometimes it's within it's mm-hmm. inner culture. Majority of the time it is. Oh, I didn't want to say that. I was kind of being nice. But you're absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely right. That's the that's the that's the crab in the barrel. And maybe maybe I'm only saying that because I'm a black American. Did you see no, I changed up my language? No, that's what you've seen. That's what you've seen, my brother. Yes, sir. I had, a, I had somebody to get on my schedule. I said, hey. I know so-and-so used to cut your hair. So I want to let you know that you book with me instead. So you can go ahead and and, and, and cancel it and book with your barber. I ain't going to take none from nobody. No, I'll never do mm-hmm. that. There's enough money out there for everybody. We got to promote each other. If I would have did that in a snake-like way, I'm just as bad as the oppressor. Man, what? Your words. Talk to me. You're worse. You're worse than the oppressor. The the I mean like the the idea that I gave you the benefit of the doubt because we were touring the same grinding for the same. And you do me dirty too? Man. Mm. I actually look at the oppressor I actually look at the oppressor and give like Kudos in the sense of like I knew you were gonna do me wrong. I knew you were supposed to do this. Yeah, I'm in the corner power and I'm mad, bro, because I mm-hmm. failed for the okay. Mm-hmm. So that's what we gotta do. We gotta be mindful that Mm-hmm. If you're not helping, you're taking away one. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, if you're, if they're not hating, you're not great. Mm-hmm. 
Man, I had a friend use an analogy of a bank, and he talked about deposits. And he said you can't. De- he said you can't withdraw what you haven't deposited. And, and you can't times, get a return for no investment. No, you can't. So, if, so if we're friends and you haven't deposited, or if we're so-called friends and you haven't made any deposits, you can't ask for favors. You can't, you can't even claim me as a friend. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> Truthfully. And I'm not talking about just monetary. I'm just talking about period. Like you said earlier, you I mean, know, about our teacher. We that's a that's a mm-hmm. deposit. That's a current that's an exchange of currency being knowledge. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. you are valuable to me, man. You're mm-hmm. an asset. Why are you yep. an asset? Because I learn from you. Hmm. That's good. Well, hey, well, you might have been start talking here now. I'm trying to tell That's you. Good, man. That's good. Hey. hey, all I got to say is I'll be waiting for every Tuesday. And hey, you're not when old, when man. This might go by. Hey. Yeah, and then be mad when it go by. And I'm like, man, I got to wait till next Tuesday. <laughs> no, you ain't got to wait for next Tuesday. You got to wait till next Tuesday to interact. You can go on Spotify. Correct. You go on Google. You go on Apple. Mm. Mm-hmm. And look up Streets to the Pulpit. Every episode is on there. Every. Mm. I, I look forward to. I look forward to going back then. I need to take notes. I need to go back and take notes. Hey man, this is like watching your favorite show, bro. Yes, sir. You don't get it the first time. But the second or third time, or you or you get to something new. Mm-hmm. It's like when I go, you know, when you come get a haircut, oh, you look forward to them things. Oh, yes, not sir. only I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna look good, but I'm gonna learn something. I'm gonna get a chance mm-hmm. to teach what I've learned. Because mm-hmm. remember, not only you ain't I, teaching. No, not only can I go ahead. No, I'm about to say because you know if you ain't teaching, you're taking away. You're taking away. If you're not teaching, you're leeching. Mm. I learned this in business. I learned this term in business and multiple uh, purchasing of real estate or whatever. It's the value add. You have to have a value add. Mm. If you add no, if you add no value, it's irrelevant. A bad deal. Mm. Mm. If there's no value to be added, it's a bad deal. How many bad deals have we made, mm. or, or have have we been a part of? Mm-hmm. Holding on to those old things just because, when in actuality, there's no value added. Mhm. Yep. Now remember now, if they're not adding, they they they're taking away. They're taking away. They're taking away. The exact opposite. If you ain't moving forward, bro, you're moving backwards. Yep. 
That's that mirror effect. <laughs> forward always, always forward. Mm-hmm. Bear. Tonight has been a joy. Mm-hmm. I've learned a Tell lot. I've learned that I got some growing to do. I've learned that uh ain't as bad as I was yesterday. But one thing about tonight that I, I know is that my shoes are made only for me to walk in. Meaning, as successful as you are as my brother, you can't walk in my shoes. Yes, sir. No, sir. And I can't walk in yours. I'm not going to be the businessman that you are. I'm not going to be the parent that you are. I'm not going to be the husband that you are. I'm not going to be the teacher that you are. I'm not, because Ronell has his own flair of everything that he does. And so does Mr. Quick. Mm-hmm. So they may have a universal name, but they only fit for me. Because you might not be able to walk and make it through the shit that I've gone through. The manure, excuse me, the manure that I've gone through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't tell driver. Especially keep mm-hmm. them, and keep them polished up and clean like you do. I can't do that. Somebody got to do it. Right. That's why, that's why you the man for it. So it mm-hmm. has been a joy. It has been a very educational. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's time for us to go to work. It's time for us to get off this horn and go out here and put in some work to elevate our greatness so we can gain more haters. Mm-hmm. So what I dislike most is the fact that we're if we're not speaking against it, we're condoning it. And I already said nobody can walk in my shoes with me. So before we go, I'm gonna ask, what do you dislike most? Whatever it may be. Specifically me? Yeah, let's go with you. Let's go with you. Let's go with you. What do you dislike most? And then I'm going to ask people what they dislike most. And next week, somebody going to tell us what they dislike most. What do you dislike most, my brother? Like most. People that speak it, but don't walk it. Hmm. Okay. So there's a term. Deeds are better than words. I can show mm. you better than I can tell you. Mm. There you go. Live it how you spit it, in other words. Yes, sir. I can take that. I can take that. Action mm-hmm. is the movement. Action is the movement. Mm-hmm. Always forward. Forward always. always forward. forward always. That being said... I am the number one, Mr. Quick, with our panel, Ms. Quick, Pastor Robinson, my brother Ronell, 
Until next time, love God, love each other, and please stay safe and wash your hands. Peace.